it's fine. Whatever. Jinx. Uh, fuck. You didn't say the rest of it. You owe me stuff. Yeah. Whatever I want. <laughs> Ooh, maybe we shouldn't put that on the record because then Bud will have another jinx against you. No, that means I get to add 100 to his. Oh, okay. Claire's in a jinx war with her partner. Listen. <laughs> Where she, so apparently, okay, minus so, 100 for him if no, you get it. Yeah, and plus one for him if he does. It's very, here's the thing. I don't Unfair. Like, <laughs> is that what you're going to say? Unfair? Because it like is. touching people's feet. Okay, you need to backtrack. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Start from the beginning, sweetie. <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna backtrack. We're, we're gonna reel it in a little bit. So you when can't go from jinx to feet. So I know quickly. it was a bit of a joke. Here's the thing. So my boyfriend and I, um, we like to give each other like back rubs and th- uh, stuff like that before going to bed. It's great. <laughs> we both love massages, but I. Just that's what she said. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, it's great for both of us because we get massages. However, I don't like giving foot rubs because I don't like touching other people's feet. Fair. I think it's pretty normal. Um, but he doesn't mind it, and he'll like give me foot rubs and stuff. But I say I will never return the favor, and I'm setting this. You you said, <laughs> set the you expectation said this before. Yeah. yeah. I've set the expectation. I don't like touching people's feet. I'm not going to give you a foot rub. Right. So don't expect that from me kind of a situation. But then we kind of turned it into a joke where he's like, okay, if I get a hundred jinx, then you have to give me a foot rub. And so now it's every single time he gets a jinx, um, he gets minus one. So it's like a hundred to 99 more that he has to get. But every yeah. single time I get it, I get to add a hundred. So... So what we're getting is Claire's a very fair girlfriend. <laughs> Listen, this is payback for the patriarchy. <laughs> we have to take the wins where we can. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it kind of segues into one of the topics. Yeah. The audacity of men. <laughs> anyway. Okay. The patriarchy. We hate him. Audacity of men. Oh, yeah. That Why? One. I mean, patriarchy yes. is definitely part of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. We were talking about, uh, like, dating stories, funny dating stories, the audacity of men, especially when they come up to flirt with you. Oh, my gosh. Um, and even now in, like, our political climate, like... Yeah. The fact that they get to just control everything that we do without even knowing the intricacies of what being a woman is like. So, yeah. don't know about that. Yeah. But, um, but we can start, I guess, with a start, lighter start a, start a little higher. Higher, okay. A higher note. A, a little What's less. What's the first thing you notice about a man? The audacity. <laughs> yes, that's the Thank you for that's coming it. to our podcast. <laughs> no. Um, a uh, lot of, I don't know, even uh, we were just talking about this before the po- uh, podcast has started. Um, women's clothing not having any oh, pockets. Yeah. I was like, wait, I was like, I don't know if you're trying to like reach into that topic. 
finger numb. I kept waiting. I was like, okay, is she gonna talk about it? Is she not? Okay. Pockets. Anyways. Pockets. Are power. Yeah. Because women don't have pockets, which is insane. Okay. I don't understand that at all. And then, so we were talking about this over this weekend. That's why this came up earlier. Uh, yes. And what his horn keeps. Anyway, that's what she said. That was also a theme from this past weekend. So sorry, sorry, not I'm sorry. Not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we're uh, Claire, myself, and then a couple of the other girls we were on the trip with. Somehow, I don't exactly know how, but I mean, just in general, complaining, life, whatever. Got on the topic of yeah, pockets and women's clothes not having pockets, and we're just like, yeah, what a scam. And we happen to be complaining about this in the presence of some of the other guys who were on the trip, and. In the general, just like complainingness of everything, mm-hmm. one of the guys, in his ignorance of just being a typical man and wanting to solve the problem, because that's how they think, and I recognize that. But ooh, his audacity just <laughs> like unintentionally, unbeknownst to him, like, and I say that because I know him. Like yeah. we, I know he didn't mean it, but goddamn, like. If audacity did not just come jumping out in these <laughs> statements, the following words he said were, just don't buy clothes without pockets then. When we're complaining that our clothes don't have pockets. Yeah. He was like, then just don't buy clothes without pockets. And I was like... The fu- <laughs> like you- so I'm going to buy like no clothes then. I'll have one pair of pants. Because 80% <laughs> of women's pants are made with pockets that are either non-existent or so, check. Which, like, if anything, I'd rather have no pockets at all, non-existent pockets. I yeah. don't like it when they give you the pocket and then sew it. Yep. And then, like, even on, if, like, you were to turn the pants inside out, you would see the yeah. pocket sewn there. They, they gave you the fabric for it. Like, they literally put it there, the extra yeah. fabric's there for them to do it. And then they just... Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, they this is it. how we define that it's female. So it. <laughs> I know. Which actually, now that I think about it, do you think you could get like a thread cutter? And oh, just I did that it? to my jacket. Did I not did tell it you work? About that? Oh yeah. I had. A, I bought a trench coat. Saw that there were pockets on the inside when I was trying it on, but mm-hmm. I was a dumbass. Didn't think to put my hands in the pocket. So that was on me. We'll recognize that. But I bought it afterwards, and then I was like, Oh my god, yes, I can use these pockets. Stuck my hands in it. Thread. All it was was thread. And I was like, this is bullshit because turning it inside, I see the pocket is there. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it was sewed together with like one piece of thread. And I was like, fuck this. So I kept tugging at it until I finally just like zoop, pulled the nice. whole thing out. I should do that. And now I have pockets. Yeah, but women's clothing don't, don't come with pockets. And like, honestly, that's why girls get so excited when things do have pockets. Yeah. Like, especially dresses and things like that. I'm yeah, like, things oh that you God. don't expect to have pockets. Yeah. But I guess it's also part of the whole capitalism in yeah. the purse industry. That's, that's what we're talking about. We're mm-hmm. talking about, again, I don't know how we got on it, but we're complaining. We're like, we don't have pockets, blah, 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 blah. But the whole point is to fuel the purse industry. So that way, if women can't have pockets, where are they going to hide, like, hold their shit? Okay, give them purses now. Okay, that's a whole nother industry. And so, again, this friend, he, in his ignorance, was like, well, just... If you guys don't want that, just don't buy clothes with pockets. And then I don't remember what his solution was for the purse thing because I was just too thrown off of like that statement. Yeah. Oh no, I think at first he was like, "Oh, th- just don't buy purses and only buy clothes with pockets." And mm-hmm. we're like, "So, 
first i never said i don't want purses i just don't want to have to be hindered to them all the time first mm-hmm. of all but the more like if and then another one of our friends she was reading him she was <laughs> like okay think about it this way you find the perfect shirt it fits you uh or the perfect jacket it fits you correctly doesn't make you look lumpy it's not all frumpy on the top whatever stick your hands in no pockets are you now not gonna buy that jacket Mm -hmm. because it fits you perfectly like it's everything you want and what are the odds of you getting something like that again and he's like clothes will fit and i and then i had to reevaluate that as a man their sizing is standardized so (laughs) yeah like the issue of like a medium fitting them the chances of a medium fitting them in one clothing brand versus another clothing brand, pretty high. Versus for women's clothing, a medium at one company can be a extra small in another company, can be a triple yeah. X in another Even company. Even in can like be... the same company. Like yeah. if you go to stores and you'll get like, say a pair of shorts that are size six, yep. right? Then you go to their full length jeans, get a size six. If you hold the waistbands side by side, they can still be different. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Absolutely not. And we were trying to explain this to him, and he was just baffled. He's like, that's not how the world works. And I'm like, no, 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 sweetie. That's, that's not, not how it. your world works. It doesn't work like that for men. Yeah. But for women, it's our everyday reality. Yeah. And that's on the clothing industry uh, capitalizing on our insecurities. Yep. <laughs> love it. Gotta love capitalism. Yeah. I, there was actually this one song on TikTok that I recently... Um, I guess scrolled by okay. and it was this girl who's a songwriter I think her name is Jax or something like that on TikTok and she is a babysitter for this probably like 12, 13 year old girl and this uh, the little girl was getting like bullied at school for how she looked and I'm like ugh once again like Middle starting young worse. yeah and she was like, oh, I'm not curvy enough because she was, she's pretty slim. And she was the like, the middle schooler was saying this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she, they were, yeah, she was saying that she was getting bullied for not being curvy enough. And all the other girls are like starting to wear bras, but she's not or something like that. And um, all of a sudden, she was like, oh, yeah, I wrote a song about this. And it's like all about Victoria's Secret and like who actually created Victoria's Secret. A woman did not create Victoria's mm-hmm. Secret. It was created by a middle-aged man, white man in Ohio, who has a fantasy. Yep. And, like, so, however it happened, that became, like, the ideal body type for women to be, like, skin and bones and then have huge boobs. And, like, that's the only standard for beauty that we have, at least in Western society. Yeah. Which is so crazy. Just proportional, like... Yeah. It's not it's not feasible. And if you are, first of all, if it's genetic, mm-hmm. if you're going to claim that's genetic, so microscopic of a chance that that's genetic. It can happen, for sure. Not going to discredit anyone who has that, but slim to none. And then on top of that, now you're going to feed this fantasy of, oh, it's natural. For the, for the slim percentage that you can get, mm-hmm. right? And then make... 99.999% of the population feel like shit about themselves. Female yeah. population. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think that, I mean, in for men, I think they feed on different insecurities, like your, your, the amount of muscle, muscle you mass. Muscle mass, yeah. Um, uh, and I don't know, but for, we can only speak for the women's point of view. 
but it's just like so deeply ingrained even like from an early age like for example this girl's probably starting high school soon but yeah. she was getting bullied in like middle school and listen sweetie i didn't get shit i was still four foot barely anything all throughout middle school like i get it i get watching all your friends yeah. grow up and yeah wearing bras getting their period huh? which is not fun you know that afterwards but like when you're in middle <laughs> school when you're yeah. in middle school like everyone's talking about this and it's like a shared experience right that they're mm-hmm. all getting and you're like <laughs> yeah periods like <laughs> you, you don't know how to contribute to the conversation because you don't yeah know about it and then you have this giant fomo and then it just fucking yeah. sucks everything but then, like once you sucks. get it like i don't know about you i was so embarrassed at first to be like yeah. does anyone have a pad does anyone have a you tampon? couldn't win yeah because it's like when you got it yeah if it, okay the issues of oh does anyone have a pad does anyone have a tampon you're embarrassed about it because you don't know who is sharing if you're early right mm-hmm. you don't know who's sharing in that experience with you maybe necessarily and then if the boys find out like fuck that they're gonna riddle you Ugh. to shit for a bodily function it's like okay why are farts funny but then me like, bleeding out of my ear say shit when your voice is cracking <laughs> make it make sense make it make sense yeah i don't know but then Crazy. they'll also tease you if you don't have your period like if they're like you get to the point where now okay most of the girls have it mm-hmm. and then they're gonna be like oh you haven't got your period oh you're like you're flat chested or like whatever because you haven't reached that womanhood it's like okay you can't win yeah it's either you don't have it, it sucks to suck because everyone else has it, or if you yeah. have it but no one else does, then it's like, yeah. oh, you're, you're a freak. Yeah. And even like in high school and stuff, when you're getting made fun of or bullied for like how your body looks or like what you're wearing, it's like, why, sh- why is it always girls who get dress coded for that stuff? Yeah. You know, like, why is it cover your shoulders and not stop being a creep like why would my shoulders turn you on situation yeah and half the time i mean at least in my school you know all the girls would want to wear the crop tops shorts whatever like do you whatever makes you comfortable do it and these guys would wear um jeans that are sagging like at their thighs full asses out yeah Yeah. and no one would ever yeah like the worst they would get would be like pull your pants up yeah but like for girls, if their strap, like their tank top strap, was a little too thin, then they'd be like, "You gotta cover that. Yeah, that's not okay." Like, what do you mean? And that's- have you ever? There was this. Oh, what was I watching? I was watching a TV show, and it was talking about that, like dress coding and stuff like that. Um, it was the point of view. The main character happened to be a teacher at I think a high school, so mm-hmm. it was talking about those issues and that sort of a thing. And one of the conversation around that was also how it targets bigger girls usually because mm. the same she, uh, this this bigger student was talking about like how the dress code is unfair and she's like i'll be wearing the same tank top as another girl is but mm. because she's skinny it's not seen as mm. exposed like exposing like showing off skin mm-hmm. just because it happens to proportionally cover more of her shoulders than yeah. it does on me because i'm larger chested i'm a little bit bigger mm-hmm. that sort of a thing so i i being this bigger uh student get card carded get in trouble get sent to the principals all the time yeah and i'll be standing next to a girl who's wearing the same thing or even less mm-hmm. if you're actually gonna go by the dress code standards yeah 
And I was like, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, so we can't win based off of what we wear. And then additionally, there's even more profiling. Yeah. Within it's that. so stupid. And it's all, the whole system is based off of like the male gaze. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, oh my God. Whenever it's a guy teacher who dress codes the girl, I'm, I like, know, I'm like, how is not that s- not an issue? Uh, yeah. Like, and then additionally, additionally, right? Mm-hmm. As um, superintendent, principal, teacher, whoever, whoever the male authority figure is, where you're trying, you are being told by your superiors that you need to instantiate, you need to uphold this dress code. Now you are telling these men to look for that mm-hmm. inadvertently or not yeah. like now they're part of their job responsibility their job description is to dress dress code these girls and profile and look out for oh is your skirt too short is your like you're further pushing the issue into society yeah like whether these it's to be said whether or not this was an issue in each of these individuals heads beforehand mm-hmm. we're not even going to touch that but now you are reinstantiating you were training them you're building in that bias into them as additionally yeah which is just like why i don't know so stupid how, do, how does that make sense it doesn't make it make sense the math ain't mathing the math ain't mathing no but... <sighs> dude i was a rebel in can we keep going? Yeah. Okay. I was a rebel in elementary school. Yeah. I said, fuck. Yeah. Cause I was, I was talking, yeah, I was talking to my partner about this the other day. I gave zero shits. Like, yes, there was a dress code. Not like I was dressing scandy or anything like that, mm. but I think our dress code in elementary school, which also you're going to have a dress code for elementary schools. Like if you're looking at a kindergartner who's wearing a tank top, something's wrong with you. Yeah. Like deeply. But anyways, so I'd be like, wearing tank tops to school which was technically against dress code but i was living in fucking hawaii shit's hot okay (laughs) like of course i'm gonna wear a fucking tank top and shorts like the fuck and technically like i knew the dress code i fucking knew it Mm -hmm. but i was not gonna freaking fight like i would fight someone if they're gonna tell me that my strap was an inch and a half rather than two inches on my shoulder like so i would wear that and i would be like fucking dare you to say something (laughs) Oh my god. I remember thinking that too. And like the, which I shouldn't need to as a fifth grader. Can we just talk about that? As a fifth grader, I shouldn't be coming to school with the mindset of like, okay, I only have shirts. Like it's either a full on thick cotton blend t shirt that I have Mm -hmm. or this inch and a half rather than two inch strap tank top. Okay, I'm gonna. For my comfort, I'm going to wear the tank top, but I'm going to, like, I'm going into school with this mindset of, like, someone's going to catch me, someone, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I'm breaking some rule and I have to defend myself because now I'm a target. Yeah. Like, why are you going to put a target on these girls' backs, too? I don't know. It's so stupid. They they start us young, for sure. Yeah, that's, like, that is literally, like, ingraining... Is that like, that's basically slut shaming, like ingraining slut shaming at a very yeah. young age. I, it's basically breeding our insecurities young and then they're just going to manifest as we grow older yeah. to then have us buy into whatever diet programs, whatever current fashion, whatever beauty standards to go get gym memberships. What, like, yeah. it's, I think it's really planned 
Like the patriarchy knew what they were doing. Oh, 100%. They're like, this, we need to make them as insecure as possible mm -hmm. so that we can gain momentum. Yeah. We can keep pulling at these things. Like, it's just further building upon. Yeah. And like you said, it keeps going for the rest of your life. Like, yeah. Even as, yeah, older women or even anyone who grows old, right? For an old man, he's, oh, he's a silver fox. Mm -mm. But what's for older women? There's like no equivalent. Yeah. There's just like, oh, you oh, need to get old. more. Yeah. yeah. You need to get more Botox. You need to get. Like you need to keep looking good for everyone, even though men can go half bald and have huge beer bellies and whatnot and be like, he has a or, great personality. Like, or, or <laughs> the new fed dad bod. Yeah. Yeah. Which, okay. Also got to backtrack a little bit. Not saying that men don't have their insecurities. We're fully well aware. That can be a whole separate issue that I also wouldn't be opposed to getting into. But right now. We're focusing on women's struggles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Today is tough. <laughs> Today's mm -hmm. issue. Women's struggles. Yes. Yeah. It's there it's just a different standard that us as a Take two. Us as a society uphold women to a different standard than they do men. Mm -hmm. And I don't I think that our generations now are trying to turn the tides, you know, and really try to get women to love themselves in a lot of different ways, which is amazing, yeah. but it's, it's also hard to unlearn. It's and so hard. It's a battle, which I don't know. It's, it's gotta be hard. Yeah. It's uncomfy. Mm -hmm. Like having to unlearn those things and to unlearn it, you have to be faced with the realization of like, I had that bias or I had that, thought i thought that was okay whatever it is it's mm -hmm. yeah it's like look you have to you really have to look in the mirror and be like that's not good of me even if you think you're fine like everyone has it mm -hmm. and it's not fun yeah but crazy standards i don't know it's it's just frustrating having like the um, knowledge that all of this is happening and then trying to explain it to Feeling men like, yeah. who a lot of the times will be like, oh yeah, like I'm aware of this issue, but yeah, I don't know. Not enough men are aware of the issue, I yeah. guess. And yeah. it's, it's really like, I was just telling you earlier, that conversation with that person, it's like, being a woman, knowing about these issues, yeah, we complain about it. We complain about to each other, and we can try our best. I don't know, and maybe this is me just feeling whoa, pity is me. But like, <laughs> there's only so much we can do because mm -hmm. the system is already built against us, unless we have like, eat. statistically not true that women make up fifty percent of society. But let's, for even Stevens' purposes, let's say that it's fifty percent. Mm -hmm of the population that's getting affected by this say 80% of the people who are in charge of those policies and pushing it downwards are men mm -hmm. so it's like okay we can complain about it down here all we want but we're not the ones who are making the final decisions yeah. so like this the friend who made the comments about oh just don't buy clothes without pockets it's like okay and then what I'm off with no clothes yeah. <laughs> like yes but there's a bigger there's a bigger issue <laughs> Like me, 
as an individual boycotting all clothes without pockets not gonna get me very far yeah not at all because ultimately there's still enough people who will buy the clothes without pockets that i don't yeah. know where i was going with this but yeah. i mean i i think i know where you're going with it and this i mean now kind of transitioning into more like a, a serious topic for our political climate there are, we have um people as a part of our senate that are making all of these decisions and there are part of the republican party which hasn't okay the republican party hasn't had a popular vote in years yeah which so i don't know why they're representing the majority of our country because i mean as you touched on women actually make up more than 50 percent of uh the u.s population Mm -hmm. so the majority of the u.s is going to be affected by the current laws that they're overturning and even now they're trying to attack other marginalized societies of people like the lgbtqia community Mm -hmm. alphabet mafia if you will um they're going to be under attack very soon if not they are right now yeah and soon um even interracial marriage can be uh at jeopardy for like the laws that they want to pass and so most of the people who are on our senate now i think with the exception of two uh are all men who are making the decision for women and it makes no sense to me that they have a say over what we want to do as women with our bodies if they've never had to experience what we have to experience yeah like say one day a law was passed saying like you are no longer allowed to have vasectomies you're no longer allowed to um have intercourse with women you are no longer like unless you are married you like all these different laws come out then men would be like what that's not fair why would why do i have to be Mm -hmm. or why do i have to be forced to not have a vasectomy or why should i listen to you guys if Mm -hmm. i want to like go sleep with someone like Mm -hmm. yeah now you get it Mm -hmm. it's not that you're going to do it but it's like why would you take that right away from me it's what Mm -hmm. i want to do but i remember a side tangent now Yes. Now I'm going to bring it back a little lighter after Claire has done a beautiful job of bringing very serious topics to light. <laughs> there was, so I was telling Claire that I'm watching this TV show, Under the Banner of Heaven, starring Andrew Garfield, which if you guys haven't watched it so far, it's very addictive. I, we're only on episode two and I'm addicted. Basically, it talks about um, there is this little town in Utah, very popular LDS church community. That's not quite the point here, but, <laughs> and there's a, there's a crime that goes down and happens to be centered around like this family that happens to be like Mormon royalty in that town and community and the things that happen there. One of the main people who are getting interviewed, so spoilers a little, just a tiny spoiler uh, if you haven't watched it, but this line that was said by someone who was getting, inter- who happened to be Mormon in the show and was getting interviewed by the police at this moment really like stuck out to me because I was like, what a warped sense of perception. The show is also based on a true story. I don't know if this line specifically, obviously, is Mm -hmm. true slash how much it actually reflects the Mormon beliefs. So I'm going to put that disclaimer in because I don't know everything about Mormonism. But this 
character did say he was talking he was talking down about women and how in the Mormon faith women are seen to basically just support their man mm-hmm. like that's their whole role that's what they're born raised and that's their purpose in life is to support their man mm-hmm. and this person particularly has taken it an extra step further in his beliefs, whether that's personally or within his region wing of Mormonism. And he really just thinks women are basically dirt and does not... Yeah, like, they're basically just there. And mm-hmm. he was just trash-talking women. And he was like, women are, you know, basically saying how they're unholy. Just as an existence, unholy. Mm-hmm. And he said... Oh gosh, I don't want to butcher this because it was so like when it was when he said this, I literally had to like pause the show and I like I needed a, a f- I sat there in a full minute. My partner was laughing, well not laughing, but he was like, "Are you okay? Like you are very unwell." After this man said this, he was saying how women abandon their virtue and dis disassociate from their holiness when they have a husband. So basically, having sex with them mm-hmm. and how that makes them unholy at that point well duh but it's like that's your husband like that was the whole he even like makes the disclaimer of like women marry a man mm-hmm. abandon their virtue and now they are lesser than and then now they spend the rest of their lives in sin and blah 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 and basic which is like something that yes your kind of society has taught us of like yes your virginity your virtue being like this precious thing yeah but then he took it a step further that even if even when a woman, a Mormon woman in this case, decides to lose her virginity, uh-huh. which is also just a social construct, personally, whatever, we don't need to get into that. Yeah. Abandons her virginity and has sex with her husband, which is in their religion, like a religious, you know, it's a ceremonial religious rite. Like mm-hmm. that's a sacred thing. That's what you're working towards. Yeah, that's literally the whole. The whole point in in the religion, right, is like to create a family, you know, get married, create a family, create a bond, and then carry that all the way to eternity. And he was like, slept with, sleeps, <laughs> if your wife sleeps with you, which is how you have kids, which is also the whole point. Yeah. Now she's unholy. Now she's dirty. She's lesser than. And now, and now they have goals and they have ambitions. And now they're going to grab at the universe. And now it's all about their, uh their goals and their virtues and what they want and they become greedy he went down a rabbit hole and i was like what like you're like that's called projection and like y'all need to watch this this was already on episode two only and i was fucking reeling interesting i was like i literally had i paused it right there and i had to like i needed a minute to just like trace what he was trying to say but like tldr basically he's saying that Women give up their virtue, get defiled by their husband, and now they are dirty and we want to get rid of them and they're not worth our time. But don't like (laughs) Is he single? No, he's married. Like seven kids seven kids at this point. I know the bar is on the floor, but you gotta raise it up. Just a little bit. Oh my god. Yeah, he was oh, he was going down like a train wreck. And I was like that's terrifying. And he was saying how, like, women... Oh, sex is all women can think about once they have it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, literally... 
bitch, like, let's get real for two seconds. Is that not... That's you're telling me? As, exactly. As a teenage boy, that wasn't all you were fucking thinking about. And that's why... Respectfully, disrespectfully. That's why Sus. you you got married as early as you did. If if we're gonna shame for things like that, yeah, like wasn't part of sure. Okay, whatever. Part of your reasoning was, you know, religious reasonings. That whole timeline that you're trying to work there in your religion, sure. But you mean to tell me not even at least thirty percent of it wasn't because you were motivated to get some boning in there? Has to be. Has to be. And. Once you're telling me when you got a little taste, you weren't just like, I'm good now. <laughs> you got seven kids to disprove that, at least. Like, come on. The logic. I and I was just like, <laughs> so you're saying So you're saying that once she gave you what you wanted, which actually this isn't that crazy, because that is how society teaches us. One once she gave you what you wanted, now she's dirty she's a dis pure we don't want anything to do with her even though she's your wife and your partner for life and afterlife supposedly yeah i mean get a planet right (laughs) i don't know yeah it's so weird like men get congratulated for that like having sex with women well whereas women get shit on for having sex with men yeah which doesn't again doesn't make sense women are expected to hold like and this goes back to just like deep 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 in society right Mm -hmm. we we know this but it still boggles me that women are expected to hold on to their virginity which hate to break it to you your body women's body do not change like shit's a rubber band okay like it's not gonna change between the first time and the last time like you won't know but women are expected to hold on to this concept of virginity like do not be corrupted stay pure whatever 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 and men are expected to get rid of that shit as soon as you fucking can yeah like the it's really weird younger the better whereas women it's the opposite it's like well not young the older the better but like you yeah. know hold on to that shit as long as is acceptable but mm-hmm. if you are a virgin for too long then it's like what's wrong with you Man. yeah so there's no winning nope and i'm like what boggles me is also like thinking specifically to like medieval times okay <laughs> we're taking the back <laughs> we're, we're taking it we're you know just a little detour little, little, little detour like so for when and i don't know how realistic this is now but like for kingdom marriages right like okay when princes are trying to find other princesses for the what is that called the union of nations that sort of mm-hmm. thing right and the whole standard is yeah you want a princess that's not been corrupted not you know still has her virginity whatever 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 mm-hmm. it's not held the same standard as men and i'm like how are you gonna go your way fucking you know like you, you fuck your way through the system mm-hmm. but you still expect there to be purity there yeah i don't like i don't know the math doesn't matter I do not know. I don't know if that what I said made sense, but like it made sense in my brain. We're getting on that hour where like I'm just spitting things and like everything's yeah. connected up here, but I don't know if they're making connections out here. No, I, I feel you on that though. Um, yeah, it's interesting though because so there is a really cool book called Who Cooked the Last Supper where it basically recants 
all of the important roles that women have had in our history and in our society and okay. how it's um, still around. Like why a lot of people will, are traditionally in the U.S. When you shake someone's hand, it's with your right hand. Now, why is that? Because most, because somewhere along the line we made it right handedness, but I don't know why. So not necessarily just because we're born left or right handed, but back in the day when women had to take care of their babies, like all by themselves and things like that, they would hold their babies, but they would want them on the babies on the left side so that the babies could hear their heartbeat. So that would only leave their right hand available to do other things. So that's how we started shaking our hands, people's hands right-handed rather than left-handed. So it's like, it's a really cool book. I suggest everyone check it out. Actually, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, it kind of shows you how important women have been in society and how from a U.S. telling, from a male's perspective, like they've written history books from a male's perspective. They've left out so many important details in which women were important to society. And like even back then, women were treated so amazing because they were the people who brought life into the world. Yeah. So somewhere along the way, men were like, mm, I'm feeling a little insecure. Yeah. We're going to just flip the switch. A little. Like, I don't know. It was yeah. weird. But I mean, at what point, yeah, you think about that. We have olden societies that definitely had a more matriarchal view mm-hmm. of their culture their yeah. society and yeah what point did we flip that who decided to flip that who fucked up who fucked up the same person who said we needed jobs looking at you yep. anyway <laughs> claire was on one about who the fuck created did we put that in the episode i don't think so okay was that a conversation we just <laughs> yeah um, slowly they all blend yeah but completely separate topics of when men have audacities which is always however <laughs> especially when like um on the dance floor in clubs when wow. they just we went like you. all the way back to ancient society and we're bringing it all the way back to modern clubbing you yes know, we have a range here <laughs> you're welcome oh my god Anyways. okay here's the thing What's when men approach you in a club to dance with you, they don't even ask. They don't because appro- they, they don't approach start, you. They just slide they up just behind you, and they're like, on "If you. you don't say no, then it's kind of like how they approach, you know, sex. Yeah. As long as you don't say, and even if you say no, then they don't. Anyways, that's a whole different issue. But it's yeah, they like, just slide up behind you, and as long as you don't push away, they're like, "All right, I'm all good here." Like they don't, yeah, yeah no interaction of your face like no. who you are are you terrified <laughs> i honestly and i don't understand it like i guess they're really good at taking rejection because yeah they you'll see the same guy go around to like 15 different girls in the same night just trying to dance with them but it's like why why are you approaching in that way like honestly half the time i think it's not even that you're ugly or whatever no it's just the fact that you just assume that you can just start dancing with us yeah like, there's no, hey, do you want to dance? Bare minimum. Like, that's all I would... And I get it's fucking hard to hear in a club, but if you, like, tap me on the shoulder, mm-hmm. so much, 
you have a higher shot with me personally. Yeah. yeah. And it's always like, okay, when guys hit on you in a bar, gross, disgusting, get away from me, please, thank you. Um, when girls hit on me in the bar, thank you so much. I 100%. That's very flattering. So, and okay, now we're going into clubbing. But <laughs> <laughs> the camaraderie, I talked about this, I was talking about this with my partner kind of recently too. Like the camaraderie of the fem, I feel like the female species really thrives in the clubbing scene. We do, we do. Because you will never find emotional support in humanity like you will in a club bathroom, in a club mm-hmm. women's bathroom. Like It's true. <laughs> we have our own club in there. Like people, you know, yeah. girls will be holding random strangers' hairs back, you know, hyping them up. Someone's yeah. drunk crying in a corner about their ex and they'll have like five random women around them being like, "Dude, absolutely yes. not dump his ass. You did nothing wrong." Or or maybe like, "Yeah, you shouldn't have done that, but you know what we're going to do now? We're going to learn about it. We're going to apologize to him tomorrow." If that's the case, you know, we, oh my gosh, growth. We're all about Dude, the growth there. If you ever want a self-esteem boost, yeah. go to a club, to the women's bathroom. Yeah. You'll feel so much better. Yeah. Maybe I should just do that sober. Just make it a weekly trip. <laughs> my little dose of, weekly dose of serotonin. Thank you. Yeah. I'll just take my antidepressant pills, then hobble on over to the nearest club bathroom. Get some serotonin, call it a night. Yeah. Go to bed happy. Fuck it. Done. <laughs> yeah. I will, yeah, I will say that's the one thing I think we have over men is, yeah, the camaraderie and the, yeah, the self esteem boost you get in the bathroom. At yeah. The club. I don't think guys talk to each other in the bathroom. And if they do, no. I think, I think it's they weird. Think weird. Like, yeah. well, the, the sentiment amongst the men's in, which is bathroom. actually interesting because like, okay, so girls talk in the bathroom. Like if you're in the next stall, like we can still talk. We can have like a little banter. Are you talking about with a random stranger or like if your girlfriend's peeing in the stall next to you? Like if your girlfriend's peeing. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, even if like you don't know them, you could be like, hey, like, could you do like, do you have an extra tampon? Yeah. Hey, like, and it's not really weird. Yeah. Someone stole the last toilet paper in here. Help. I'm stranded. Yeah. Like, but I feel like guys, like they can't even look at each other. Like... I mean, I guess they don't have stalls that are... Oops. I keep hitting my mic. I guess they don't have stalls that are okay, blocking eye contact. Also, but I don't get... This is me. I'm going to argue for you, men. Here you go. <laughs> Why are there... And I don't... To be fair, I also don't know if this is across international borders or if this is a strictly American... You know, uh, US... Blah, 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 I'm stuttering mm-hmm, left mm-hmm, and right. Mm-hmm, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. U.S. men's bathroom standard, but they'll have, you know, they have the urinals, they'll have the little, if they do, they have the little walls on the side, but the walls cut off vaguely where shoulder height would be. Yeah. <laughs> like, why, why stop there? I don't know. And especially if the standard is, you're not, you know, it's expected for you not to look. Yeah. You know, to each other. So first of all, you're just staying at a wall, which sounds boring as hell. I mean, I guess I don't know what would be more fun, but okay. Anyways, not the point. (laughs) (laughs) You're just staring at a wall, right? Like close contact, don't look, sideliners on. Why would you just not build that up? Especially all the way up. If that's the standard to not look to the sides, especially because like you'd be considered weird if you're just like popping your head over the little barricade thingy, my jigger. 
It's true. I don't know. Civil engineers. What'd you do that for? Is that a civil th- architect? I don't know. We blame civils. Civils. Always blame civils. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, I don't know. Also, why don't girls use toilet paper every single time they go to the bathroom? Yeah. Why don't guys? I don't know. I've tried. That's I've disgusting. Tried, I've tried to figure it out from the men in my life trying to understand, and I, I, I think they just shake dry. Yeah, that's, that's disgusting. That's what I've been told. And then, like, they have the time don't wash their hands. I'm like, you were just touching yourself. Yeah. I hate guys. I hate men. They're gross. They're gross. They're so Y'all gross. Are- I don't know why I'm attracted to you sometimes. It's really unfortunate I don't, for me. I not even. I don't understand. I don't understand. Okay, think about this. <laughs> this is proof that you can't choose who you love. I just want to. Really? I just want to say that. Like this is. I just. This is the I argument. I think men are so stupid. And like, okay, our country is being run by men, right? If there were no women around, y'all would die. Y'all would get sick and then not go to the hospital, not go to the doctors and die from something. Yeah. Y'all would not know where the forks are. You're just going to open every single drawer every single time. They haven't moved. They're in the same drawer. There's only three drawers in the kitchen. Figure it out. No, they'd open the first one, they'd open the second one, and they'd be like, fuck, it's not here. Babe. <laughs> they'd go buy new ones and then lose those too. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But yes, as you were saying... Somewhere along that tangent, it brought me back to this TikTok that I saw, every where I do my research TikTok. Mm-hmm. Anyways, not the point. Um, and this woman was talking about the science of how basically how being a heterosexual woman fucking sucks, and mm-hmm. heterosexual marriages specifically are only beneficial to men mm-hmm. because. In a heterosexual relationship, the woman is expected to do more within the house. Also, financially, if it's going to be a fifth, quote, quote, hard aired quotes, 50-50 split of financial duty where you expect both parents to be um, working, but then 90% of the household work falls on the female, blah, 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 blah. And then the... Uh, physical health of between the two partners women's health will significantly go down if they are in a heterosexual relationship marriage specifically I think is what this study was in okay because they will ignore their stuff they will ignore their symptoms whatever for the sake of betterment of the household Mm -hmm. kind of a deal it's Mm -hmm. how she explained it was yeah they'll ignore it and be like okay I can do that later I can do that later I need to clean i need to do this i need to work i need to do other things so Mm -hmm. the women will ignore their own signs yeah whereas a man's health in a heterosexual marriage will significantly increase because the woman is looking out and monitoring his symptoms and it's like Mm. hey you cough funny yesterday (laughs) you should go to a fucking doctor and then step further we'll book the fucking appointment for him well you know set it all up and be like literally just show your fucking ass up yeah (laughs) to this doctor at this address at this time that's all you gotta fucking do but then they'll get lost and not ask for directions (laughs) yes and it's just like (laughs) and it's like basically showing like the disproportionate breakdown 
typically and someone's gonna come for me and be like that's not always the case man whatever but <laughs> typically statistically like the disproportionate breakdown of how women take on more you know mm-hmm. they are still managing themselves and now they are trying to manage and help out their partner whereas the man is more self-centered of like okay what do i have to do how mm-hmm. do i need to get by oh there's no clean plates i'll clean the plate for myself yeah not about the rest of the family sorry not sorry and i was like well that fucking sucks yeah (laughs) so there's science to back it up is the terrifying point and in conclusion boo men boo Boo men (laughs) should that be the title of this episode boo Boo men men. the patriarchy sucks honestly though it's patriarchy big thumbs down Say we split the world, right? And and half of the world is run by men. Half of the world is run by women. Yeah. The, I feel like... Run in addition to... And this is... Maybe we don't know this. And maybe this isn't important to your hypothetical antidote. Yes. But run and... Governed and population are yes. half-half? Okay. All men on one side. All women on the other. First of all, the men will die off. Yeah. <laughs> so quick. How fast, though? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I guess my answer would have to go based off of how quickly I think they would descend into barbaric states. Yeah. I think they're... Of like toxic masculinity. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I think they're always more aggressive up front, but we as women will outsmart That's exactly them what I was because thinking. we have great memories and we're more creative. Like, oh, we can get back at them in different ways that they won't be expecting. Yeah. That's I was going to argue for the men in the sense of saying that they would descend into barbaric just killing each other off, I think. Mm-hmm. How long the women would be able to last would have to be how badly do they want to beat the men? Because I think that is definitely a high motivator. Mm-hmm. And how long they'll be able to put off pettiness. Because the littlest slight to a woman, like, I feel like as a gender, we can hold, we can hold grudges. And even if you say you can't, you don't hold a grudge, you hold a grudge. Like, you remember that thing. Mm-hmm. Even if you're over it, you remember that thing. We learn, we Or maybe adapt. I'm just built different, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm just a petty bitch, but. <laughs> no, like, we definitely learn and adapt much faster yeah. than men do. But then again... All wars have been started by men. Yeah, I did so, so. They say that they're not emotional. Guess what? Like, the way that statement agitates me on, like, such a deep level. Yeah. But I can't... It sucks, because I can't react to it, because then if I do, I'm just literally proving their point. Like, sorry, I had a rush of testosterone, and now I'm emotional. I know, I'm like, literally, do you understand, like, on a biological level, what's happening there? Like... No, they don't. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. They're like, why are you so moody when you're on your period? Because I have testosterone in me now, bitch. Yeah. Oh, my God. How do they... I mean, they seem like they're stable emotionally, but it's because they have a daily cycle, whereas we have a monthly cycle yep. for hormones. Yep. But I don't know. They'll eventually 
Don't get it. Don't, don't. Don't. I don't know. Here's the thing. If you want to be in a relationship with a girl, you're going to need to get it and fast. And, if, <laughs> and fast. And girls, we're just going to have to pick up the bar just a little bit. Why don't we have to lift the bar? I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. Why do we have to lift the bar? I don't know. And get a shovel and just keep digging further down but then like then what yeah it's already in the basement like god i can't wait until we actually can have children without men i think it we're i think we're close i think we're close i thought i thought i saw we were close yeah it's exciting <laughs> no more men <laughs> Boo. Boo. Boo, man. As two heterosexual women. <laughs> Boo. It's fine. Jeez. <laughs> However, what's the next topic we were going to talk about? Are there any other occasions in which you think of audacity in men? Nothing's coming top of head right now. Yeah. If anything, yeah, like dating in general, sometimes like how they come off on dates, but I think that can be boiled down to what we were talking about before Mm -hmm. about the clubbing thing. Yeah. I think it, for me, it's the unearned confidence. It's because they're raised that way from school. That's true. Yeah, all of the time, I guess they're just more catered to where like boys will be boys yeah but then girls have to keep working harder and harder to get the same approval which is interesting and there's a bias built into the school system where men because boys are usually seen as maybe struggling more in early school Mm -hmm. like uh, in elementary school and whatnot they are rewarded more for their attempts even if it's failures mm-hmm. whereas girls will not be and that builds into their confident that's to reward them for their confidence in school specifically but then that translates over to life mm-hmm. you know where men slowly and slowly they have what we're going to call unearned confidence mm-hmm. you de- you define if you've earned it or not mm-hmm. but in whatever they do and whatever they attempt later on they will give it a shot because at least doesn't hurt to try. Mm-hmm. Whereas women, now we're taught to, oh, if you're going to get it wrong, you're going to get shamed for it. Now we take less and less chances. We're less risky in general, usually, with our life choices That's and true, how yeah. we approach things. And that translates to, yeah, dating. Interesting. It's Gosh. all a science. It's all yeah. boiled down to science. I have faith that the younger generations are going to turn this around. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, shit, my money's on all you bitches because I I will not be contributing to the cause. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, what is it? Boomers fucked everyone up. Millennials are trying to turn it around. And then I think we're, I think we're technically part. We're like Z. so cussed. It's ridiculous. Zillennials are confused. Yeah. And then Gen Zs are. Zillennials are having an identity crisis. <laughs> yeah. Every other day. But I think we're close to... So I was um, watching a video on TikTok. 
our one main source News. for research. Um, and it was saying like every empire falls at every 250 years. Oh, okay. I was, okay. This makes sense. I was seeing quite a few TikToks about like when you know it's year 220, whatever, whatever some yeah. number. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Okay. This yeah. Makes sense so there was a video that was going around where girls like, it's been historically proven that every empire falls around 250 years, mm-hmm. whether it be um, Aztecs or the different dynasties in China, like they're all around 250 years old before something extreme happens to their governing system and things change. Yeah. And in the USA, we're coming up on 250 years. Yeah. And as we see our, I mean, from a woman's point of view, from a person of color's point of view, mm-hmm. from per- someone who's part of the alphabet mafia's point of view, anyone in a marginalized uh, community, where it's now coming up on the time for us to shine and really make a change. And so I think I have faith in the generations that were raised by the Hunger Games, you know, we we can make a difference and it's coming, so. Yeah, I love that where it's like, why is the older generation so surprised that we're so rebellious? Bitches, I grew up on the Hunger Games. Yeah. It's... And I'm like, yeah, that's true. And there was a couple other examples, but like Hunger Games is the one that struck with me. Like, mm-hmm. But like, I think in general, the media, yeah, the media that we grew up with was definitely, yeah, revolution inspiring a revolution heavy yeah harry potter that's another one. Oh yeah talking like mm-hmm. you know a lot of mainstream media that we were consuming was definitely had that uh what do you call it i'm so blanking on the word moral plot theme theme feels correct yes <laughs> <laughs> Yes, just yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I have, I'm kind of excited for the newer generations to keep the momentum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of girls being born in my family too right now, so I'm like terrified for them a little bit, but I have hope. Mm-hmm. They better, they better bring it. I know. Oh my gosh. Also, AOC is almost. Old enough to run for president. That's a weird thought. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing. Yeah. I don't know that she'll win. However, even her being a part of running is going to spark something amazing. So. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. But that's how I feel about men. <laughs> yes. TLDR. TLDR. Boom men. Boom men. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think anything else I have on men. I mean, there probably are I, yeah. endless things, but we're painting in broad strokes, people. Yeah. Um, we covered. A, I feel like we covered a lot. We we covered a lot. Yeah. We got range in this one. <laughs> yeah, I thought we weren't gonna have enough, and so that's why I was ready to talk about Claire had like lights. Claire had. We can talk about that another time. Claire had like four things lined up, and she's like, "We can talk about the audacity of men, and then this, and then this, and then this." And I was like, "That first one's already a strong like, already got range on it." And she's like, "Yeah, but we'll like, I don't we'll know." See how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't know if we'll have enough to talk about. And I was like, you obviously do not grasp the audacity of men. 
and the ranges that that has, as yeah. we've learned today. Oh, well, thanks for joining us tonight on the Midnight Memo. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm super glad that we're getting to do videos now. Um, let us know if you like this little setup. It's very besides. Let us know if you like the setup besides the giant Appa pillow pet because he yeah. got he got a lot of love in our last video snippet mm -hmm. which it's deserved i mean yeah it's earned good yeah. job he's a cutie for mm -hmm. sure's but yeah besides him yeah or like i don't know i feel like huh oh just i was like should he be the star of the show should oh yeah be our mascot? instead of us should we just <laughs> have him <laughs> we're just gonna have a, it's a video of just a still of oppa for the whole thing in our video our audio in the background yeah but I mean, this is still like I just pulled this together very last minute. Like it's cute. I like it. I was still setting it up when you came over. Yeah. But and I was so helpful. I ate my dinner and watched Claire do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think eventually we'll have a cute setup. We don't really know what we want to do with it yet. Yeah. But anyway, we're exploring. It's fine. Yeah. But thank you so much for listening. If you liked uh, tonight's topic at all, let us know. Um, you can reach out to us at the Midnight Memo on Instagram, um, TikTok, TikTok, or email us themidnightmemo at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. I think we're gonna start a YouTube channel soon. Yeah, so this video may be hopefully up soonish. Yeah, and I think it's same name, the Midnight Memo. Mm -hmm. um, don't so, forget. Oh, oh, I just was gonna say, don't forget to check out that channel. We'll yeah. hopefully have a date soon. Mm -hmm. We're finagling things right yeah. now. But. Things are in the works. Like we're also working on a website. Hopefully, it'll be up relatively soon. I don't know. I'm gonna give it we're, a couple months. We're but outsourcing. <laughs> yes, we're outsourcing some work. Um, and yeah, don't forget to rate us and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your uh, podcast so that you can know when the next episode is coming out. We drop a new episode every Tuesday. And I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that feels, that feels complete. Yeah. Good job. Yay. I don't know how to do sign-offs. I feel so weird now that people can see me. I mean, we can just still do bye. And then just... <laughs> <laughs> off the couch. Gymnastics, not my top ability. Okay, now we're just right. doing weird things. <laughs> okay. Bye. bye.